0: Welcome to your Relationship Lovecast by True Potential, the weekly web show and podcast that explores relationships and wellness, featuring in-depth interviews with acclaimed authors, wellness experts, health influencers, and spiritual leaders so that you can create a relationship and life you love. And now your host, Andrea Corella. Welcome back to your Relationship Lovecast. This is episode 16, and I am your host, Andrea Corella. Today, I will be covering the seven keys to resolving conflict in your relationship. So often, couples, and probably a lot of you on this call, have experienced conflict or disagreement at one point in time or another in your relationship. Perhaps it was about finances or the in laws, household chores, parenting, the lack of affection and intimacy. The lack of sex, the lack of support and partnership, or even just challenges in communication and the intensity of conversations and not being able to move through the conflict and get to the other side successfully. A lot of times if we grew up in a home environment where there was a lot of chaos or disagreement or conflict, perhaps it wasn't clearly modeled How to resolve conflict. Or on the other hand, maybe you grew up in a home that nobody ever argued and people never disagreed. Maybe one partner always, maybe your mom or your dad, always went along with things and conflict really was avoided. In that case, that was modeled, which makes it very difficult to be transparent and honest about issues and really getting to the heart of what is going on in the conversation, or even finding some resolution in the disagreement and gaining clarity and insight from one another. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some vulnerability factors that can make it more challenging to be effective in resolving conflict. And then I'm going to give you a few keys on how to resolve conflict effectively. So the first vulnerability factor, and I like to use an acronym for this, it's called HALT, which is if you're ever hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, those are typically not the most ideal times to talk about hot topic issues with your partner. Perhaps you may want to eat a meal beforehand. Perhaps you may want to cool down and regulate your emotions, reduce the level of intensity in your tone and energy. Perhaps you need to hang out with your friends, maybe laugh and feel more connected in some way instead of feeling down. And lastly, to get some rest. Make sure that you sleep well and are in the right frame of mind so that when you do engage with your partner in those conversations that they are as productive as possible. If you are every hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, halt in the name of love. Now a lot of times in addressing these vulnerability factors there are some things that you can do to help ground yourself. Perhaps it's going on a walk, journaling, taking a warm shower or a bath eating a snack, watching a comedy skit on TV, listening to some relaxing music, or just taking a little break. Now, when you are in that place that you're more grounded, this is going to be a better framework in being peaceful and approaching the conversation in a more productive way. The second thing that can tend to get in our way starts with an E and it ends with an O. It's known as our ego. And whenever a sense of pride or we engage in a power struggle or a need to prove that we're right or wanting to win an argument or be superior over that other person, that's danger town. It's very dangerous and is a big warning signal for you that things are probably not going to work out in your favor. Being able to let go of your ego. So let go your ego. Will open up a space for you and your partner to have a little bit more of a productive conversation with one another. Now, some of the tips that I'm going to be sharing with you the first one is letting go of your need to be superior. By focusing on your personal growth instead of exhausting your energy on trying to change or teach your partner the right way to be or the right way to act or feel, is going to be more effective. So focusing on your personal growth instead of being a teacher is the first step in the right direction. So use these situations where you're having a disagreement with your partner as an opportunity to reflect and expand your ability to love and accept yourself and your partner better. And what that does is it opens up a space for your partner to receive you and engage with you in a more authentic way. The second tip is to let go of your need to be right. When we let go of our need to be right, we reconnect with love, which is our greatest source of power and inner strength. A helpful question I ask myself that you too can ask yourself is, do I want to be right and miserable or do I want to have an open mind and be happy? The third tip is to let go of your need to win. We know when we're in a win-lose power struggle that we're probably in our ego. Instead, sharing your observations, feelings, and needs with grace will open up a space of tenderness in the conversation. Love and respect, uh, while also seeking to understand your partner, will give you more of the results that you're seeking and really will help it become a win-win situation. Also, regulating your own emotions when triggered and taking a time out if you need to um, or your partner needs to calm down can be a helpful strategy to stay in the win-win philosophy. A fourth tip I'd like to share with you is to let go of being offended. Now, obviously, our partners may say or do things that are hurtful and in some ways pretty significant. Sometimes those things take time, and in some cases those things are irreconcilable. But in those cases of minor offenses or mistakes where that person who did the offense or the offending party, the important part is for that person to acknowledge where they misstepped and being really transparent about that and authentic and empathetic in the delivery of an apology or recognition of that cause of hurt. That's the first step. And then what's able to happen afterwards is letting go of a need to be offended. Being offended creates the same destructive energy that offended you in the first place. And it leads to conflict, resentment, restlessness, and a guarded heart. It causes you to close your heart to the other person. By actually over time or even in that instance, being open to let go of being offended and forgiving your partner helps to resolve conflict as well. But obviously you need that caveat piece of your partner acknowledging any hurts that they may have caused. The fifth point is to let go of your need to have more. So detaching yourself from the need to have more and being grateful and satisfied with the blessings you currently have in your life and in your relationship. Otherwise, you will be constantly dissatisfied and never feel that you have enough and will be restlessly striving for more to no avail. Letting go of your need to have more, maybe being satisfied and being appreciative of those blessings is what's going to help you feel happier and more joyous. The sixth point is to let go of your reputation. So often we really care about people's opinion of of us and you on the call may, may relate to that, that other people's opinion of you is important. But being able to let go of that reputation or that need to be approved of or valued will really free you up. And having the philosophy that other people's opinion of you is none of your business can really help you shift that mindset. Instead, listen to your heart and live your life according to your inner truth and your inner voice. Take responsibility for what does lie in your control and in your inside of you, your character, your words, your actions, and leave your reputation for others to debate. And so just as long as you are true to yourself and in integrity with yourself, that's the part that matters the most. The seventh point that I'd like to share with you is to let go of fear. Oftentimes when in conflict with our partner, we either consciously or unconsciously shield ourselves from hurt and protect our heart. So when we let go and when you let go of fear, we begin to see and you begin to see the reality through your heart. And you open yourself up to a new power, new opportunities for growth, to greater harmony, love, and joy in your life. So what are the ways that you currently resolve conflict in your relationship? Do you make sure that you listen? Do you validate one another? Do you encourage one another? Do you take care of yourself to decompress so that you're much more productive And some of those pieces are very important. Definitely, please share your comments in the comment section over on my blog at truepotentialcounseling.com with any suggestions that you have for our listeners on what strategies have worked best for you. Now, if you are interested in upping your game in your relationship and you'd like to take your relationship to the next level so you can create a relationship and life you love, feel free to check out my free three-part video series. It's absolutely free and it will give you tools on how to avoid the common mistakes many couples make and what you should do instead, eight strategies to strengthen your emotional and physical bond with your partner, and the third video is getting unstuck and how to improve communication in 10 minutes or less. Yes, it's true. 10 minutes or less, y'all. So, you can go to create a relationship and sign up for that free three part video series. And that is create a relationship Thank you so much, and we look forward to catching you next time on Relationship Love Cast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Lovecast by True Potential at www.truepotentialcounseling.com.